heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kira Podcast, your audio airbridge to the Cook Islands, and a show about what you will find and what you will not find in the Cook Islands. And here are your hosts, Chantal and Hayden. Welcome back to um, Kia ora Podcast. We are in June 2021, and I bumped into this dashing, colourful, amazing lady last night at dinner. And I was at OTV restaurant where Philip Nort was cooking his flambe dinner. And you, Peter, you, Peter, are in front of me <laughs> in this beautiful emerald green dress, very long emerald green coloured dress that you were wearing last night. Was it that? Oh, yes, yes. last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your, your whole ensemble. I was yeah. like, wow, who's this? And then I thought, I remember seeing you in an image, you know, on the news or something, and then I um, said to you, um, you know, you're Peter, my, my theatre. Peter. Matthias. Matthias. And because I'd read about you. So I read more and more about you and you agreed to come on our show this morning. Thank you so much. You've been in Maratonga for a week. Yes. You? You've been and I'm sadly leaving today. Sad. Don't want to leave. I don't think any of my, I came here with clients for a food tour and I don't think any of them are ready to leave really. I had been here once before, probably about 20 years ago when I was filming a story on Maratonga. The Taste New Zealand. Years ago. I don't know. I what? counted. It was what? so long ago that I forgot I'd been here. And as soon mm-hmm. as I started talking about it on Facebook and Instagram about this tour, people who I filmed all that time ago started, you know, like Charles Noville, who I interviewed, who was chefing at some hotel, I can't even remember, started saying, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So a lot of nostalgia, nostalgia well, things as, as, well. um, as as I've been working um, around the island with my group, mm-hmm. yes, things, memories are coming back because I've been to a lot of Pacific islands. But Rarotong is quite special. It's quite different from other islands, possibly because it's so small, possibly because we have a large Rarotong population in Auckland. Um, it sort of seems all very familiar to us, familiar, but but it happens to be a small tropical island with all the um the magical things that you associate, the, smell. yeah. the smells and the, um, the sounds and the, way. and the weather and yeah the sounds and the way the people are. You know, Rarotongans are different from other Pacific Islanders. Everybody has their own 
particular way of being, but Rarotongans seem to be particularly sweet and open. It's so nice. Yes. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they have a bad yeah. side, but I haven't noticed it. <laughs> yeah. Would that be described as wear our heart on our sleeves? Yeah. You're not covered emotionally. You don't pretend to be something that you're not. And an Anglo, this is why I love living in France. Anglo-Saxons are taught from birth to cover their emotions because it's considered to be impolite to express strong emotion like anger or extreme joy. Um, but the French are the opposite. They wear their feelings on their arms mm-hmm. and you know exactly how they feel yes. and you can just watch their body language, with, whereas Anglo-Saxons are taught are taught to cover their body language, but Rarotongans are sort of like an extremely relaxed version of of Europeans in that they are just who they are. And very expressive. Yeah, Mm. and they don't say they like you, particularly if they don't, but they're not rude either. Yes, yes. If you get my meaning. Yes, I do. And I know that you've been in lockdown for a long time. Well, not lockdown. Well, well 14 months. I mean, our borders opened up on May 17th. Mm. We are recording June the 7th today. Mm. So we've had three weeks of uh, visitors here. And it's been really, really great. Like, I was quite anxious like everybody else yeah, was. sure. <clears throat> because we just didn't know. Because we've been on this little island. Um, locked away. And it really is little. It's not till you get here that you realise. 32 kilometres. drive around it and 45 minutes. That's right. And so I've always been describing during my show for the last 12 months, Peter, that um, I feel like I'm cabin fever in a car, going round and round and round, round and round and round, <laughs> and the same people, right? So it's been so refreshing speaking to visitors again. Like last night, I really enjoyed at dinner speaking to a lovely couple, Melissa and Shane um, from Auckland. She's an accountant and um, he likes greenhouses. It was just a different subject. Yes. Because we talk about the same thing here. Well, I mean, you know, there is a big problem with lockdowns. You know, there's a lot Mm. of mental health issues. Yes. Yes. start going. A bit bonkers. Yes. And that's been a huge problem all over the world. Yes. You know, to be like, I mean, at least you were free. You could wander around the island, you could go to a restaurant and that, but can you imagine what it's like for people like the Italians who've been locked down Mm. for so long? Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, I do think about that. Like I look at our real imagery out there with the little islands in the water and then I think, I'm so lucky. I can go for a walk on the beach and, uh, you know, think of all those poor people in sky rises overseas. Horrendous. And they're not allowed out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was having a look. You have an M. NZM. Yeah, that's a minor honour from the government um, that I basically, it's a few honours below being a dame, and I basically got it for eating. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very pleased. I thanked the Queen very much for that. (laughs) Because it says you're a respected and prolific. How about 
that word that they it's used. It's a good word, isn't it? Prolific. Yeah. New Zealand chef, author, broadcaster, and travel addict. Mm, was. Was. Was a travel addict. Travel addict. I've been stuck in New Zealand since, um, uh, oh, I actually went to New York in March 2020 because I was researching my next book, which is on fashion and clothing. And as soon as I got back, slam, the world exploded and closed down. Yeah, so now all my international tours, I can't do them for the time being. And so that was why I decided if I can go anywhere, I'll go to Rarotonga as soon as Mm. it opens Mm. because there have been lots of talk for a long time about opening a bubble between Rarotonga and New Zealand and also Australia. So my first culinary tour has been to Rarotonga and it's been really successful. Well, it's been successful I'm so pleased from my point of view because, because there is a Rarotongan food culture I'm which so you pleased. don't hear a lot about yeah. and you have to make an effort to find it. And so I worked with really good people doing my research for this tour and um, me and my guests were most interested in everything that was Rarotongan. You know, the way people eat at home, the way they cook, how you cook a numu, how you catch a fish, how you, um, what you do with the unusual vegetables and all the unusual fruit that's growing on the trees. All that kind of thing is really of interest, especially to New Zealanders, because New Zealanders are gardeners. Most people have a garden Mm. and they're really fascinated by all that kind of thing. Mm. So we learned a lot. And we really liked the Umu guy. What's his name? Okay. T- Tuma. Oh, did you do Tumato? the Switzerland tour? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. He's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And his, his wife, Mania. His lovely wife. Mm. Who's oh, good. Um, a Maori Kiwi. Yeah. So yeah. that was really cool. Yes. They were lots of fun. And um, I thought he was wearing far too many clothes, but that's just me. <laughs> yes, Tumutoa. It's very good to look at. Very good to look at. He's he's perfect for his job. You know, he's a perfect host um, and his wife too, and they do a great job. And they actually, this is a tour where they get you to help them put the umu down. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And then how many of you were doing this with him? How many well, there was only six in the group. Nice, know, nice number. 10, but people in New Zealand are still afraid to travel mm-hmm. without a vaccine. So I was lucky even six people trusted me. So, yeah, but, but, but most, we're lucky you trusted us too. Yeah, well, it's a no brainer. <laughs> I can't understand you why people Thank you for bringing to. some people here. Thank because you. you're the ones taking the risk, not us. Well, you know, we're very fortunate that they decided to vaccinate us first for this reason because it was easier to vaccinate 9,000 people on a little 32 kilometer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they just I just received my first vaccination a week ago yeah. and they started that rollout three weeks ago. Yeah. And that was to ease us and our conscience here in Rarotonga because we were like, okay, we want them to come. But, yes, yes, we want them to what come. If someone brings Correct. Yeah. And we've been COVID free the entire yeah. time. So it was a first line of defence for us to get our yeah. jab, uh, you know. And yeah, it we- took a long time to organise, but we finally did it. So everything on this tour is, is very hands-on. Like 
Yeah, we have a couple of cooking classes. People don't stand there and watch. They get in they and get do the prep. They do everything. Um, and I taught a cooking class in a friend's house. And people like going into people's houses and seeing how they live and what they look like and how it is to live on an island rather than just being in a hotel mm-hmm. and a restaurant. They're mm. much more interested in doing personal, intimate things and right. not being passive. Mm-hmm. You know, when we went out on the um, on the lagoon cruise, right. I was really surprised that most of my clients jumped in their togs and put their snorkels on and their snorkeling gear on and went in. Mm. Like, mm. good on them. That's what we do. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's not what, it's not what my clients would, well, mind you, coming from New Zealand, we are used to. Yeah. And you're used the to water. water. Yeah. yeah. Water. And that, that, again, was a wonderful experience. That was amazing. Um, doing that because those musicians were so funny and they were so sweet and nice. Did they do bananas on the barbecue that day for you? Yeah. Yeah. I quite like the bananas yeah. on the barbecue. They yeah. sliced them in half mm, and then they delicious. caramelized them on it's the barbecue. Really delicious. Mm. And the and, tuna. Yep. Um, they're just, I mean, they're really, Rarotongans seem to be, I'm sure before tourism even happened, Rarotongans just seem to be natural entertainers and natural hosts. You spoke about that last night, didn't you? And we? naturally good at looking after people. They don't have to force it. It just is there. But they're so brilliant. I don't think Rarotongans realise how clever and intelligent they are in their hosting skills. I mean, Thank they're you. beyond the pale. And they don't necessarily have to be really taught it. <laughs> you know, and they seem to actually be enjoying it it's, this is true i mean this is diverting from you but <clears throat> like when i 30 years ago i moved to australia and i'm at the bus stop just saying hello people hi 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 you know and then i was like living with these other australians and they're like who's this i just met them at the bus stop you know bring people to the house until that you just met at the bus stop oh how come this is not maritonga shanta Oh, okay. <laughs> I can imagine right. oh. the trouble that Rarotongans <clears throat> had when they first started coming to New Zealand because it was so different. And we didn't them. realize we were doing something wrong. And you got into yeah. a lot of trouble at the beginning. Yes, you know, like just the cultural thing. Just the cultural thing. Yeah. And then turning up to your house and, you know, just turning up to not your house, but yeah, like with, with lots of people. You know, 40 <laughs> years ago, right? And we're like, hey, and you're like, you know, it's wasn't. I invited one person with <laughs> these 12 hours. <laughs> Another fabulous thing we did here was we went to church. Oh, nice. Because we wanted to listen to the singing. Nice. And the singing was very emotional. I started weeping. Did you go I to the Cook Islands Christian Church? Was that the one you went to? 10 a.m. The one that's Sunday? near Tipoka Estate. Tipoka Estate. Janet. Janet's house. I know it's a book of estates. That's so it's down at end because there's so many churches on this one. <laughs> there is. We there is. But it was really good singing and um, it was very emotional. And other people in the group said that they had the same yeah. reaction, that they it took them back 
to maybe their parents or their childhood, that kind of church singing is very specific and you don't have it anywhere else in your life. And it's got nothing to do with religion. It's got to do with the singing and the particular voices of Rarotongans. Great. So thank you so much. Um, you know what I was thinking? Please come back again and do another tour. We want to come back. Please. Like I was having a look on the internet this morning, Peter, and I was like, fancy a girls' weekend in this example I'm giving everyone is in Auckland with yeah. you, which you just did in April 20, 2021. You know, fancy a girls' weekend in Auckland with me. That's an example that you just did. Um, no, it hasn't happened yet. April no, the, the Auckland tour is um, actually a few days after I get back. Oh, okay. It starts on the 11th of June. Okay, great. And so then it's pretty much a culinary adventure yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, oh, here we go. Sorry, 11th, 14th June. Yeah. And I love that idea. And so please bring back more people here. Yeah. You know, I mean, we only stayed here for five <clears throat> nights, but I might. Thank you. I might switch it to seven next time I come or something like that because my tours are normally seven to ten days. Yeah. But we wanted to, I wanted to support Rarotonga. Thank you. And I want, I was determined to do this tour even though it wasn't full because I wanted to show New Zealanders that it's doable. Wasn't it's it fine. Fun it's night? safe. <clears throat> wasn't it fun? You got to watch the show yeah, last night at dinner. I got to be a fire girl. Yes, and I hadn't seen a show for a long time myself. It was the first one they'd done. Exactly, in 14 months. Yes. So I enjoyed watching that show with the fire dancing, with the dancing. You went up on the stage. I filmed you on my little camera as well. Um, and then I thought, she's just immersing herself in this. Because I saw you going up. And um, yeah. just to get a closer look at the yeah. dancers, and I thought she's really wanting to immerse, touch all the senses, the five senses, yeah. the touch, smell, breathe, everything, you know. But I'm an entertainer as well, and I think <clears> the best <throat> way to access a culture is through its food and through its music. You don't have to do anything else. You don't need the language. You don't right. need to speak French to go to France. But if you eat the food, you'll get the message of their culture and who they are and why they eat the way they do. And that's why food tastes the way it does in Rarotonga and why the flowers on the trees smell the way they do. It's because of the soil. Yes. And every country has different yes, soil. Yes, it's organic soil. Yeah. And, and so the food, if you if you grew up manioc in New Zealand, it would taste different from the manioc grown here. Correct. And also um, I learned from Lady Masters, she was a lab technician in the 60s, so she taught me that she was doing um, soil samples around Rarotonga. Mm -hmm. And um, she explained to me that when she would do soil samples, for example, in the north, the orange tastes different even from the south because of the soil. Yeah, sure. Same with vineyards in France. Mm -hmm. You know, every row of a vineyard can produce a different tasting wine. That's how microscopic it is, and it depends on the weather. It depends on what way the row of the vine is facing the sun. (laughs) (laughs) It is fascinating. That's why I think food, doing food tours is the best thing ever. It's like a gift. Yes. Because it's a magical language. Yes. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It was great talking to you. I really appreciate you saying yes because I only just asked you last night when I saw you out at dinner. So I appreciate you saying yes. Thank you very much. Pleasure. (laughs) I now have your email address and your phone number. I know. So any last thoughts that you'd like to mention to everyone before well, you get on really. the big bird back not, to Auckland? Not really. I think the, the only thing I would say is I would really like to come back again with another group and make it sort of maybe a regular part of the tours that I offer because I may have lost some of my international tours forever. Yes, I was just looking at your schedule. I don't think I, I'm going to India. No, I was looking at your schedule, mm-hmm. the um, India and the Morocco, mm-hmm. which is planned for next year. Well, we just end up with you then. You could do an outer island one too. I was just thinking of it, like you've done Rarotonga on this mm. one. Then you could do a next one, Aitutaki. Yeah, I thought about Aitutaki, yeah. but it's. Um, I just thought it was one thing too many. I wanted to do Rarotonga and do it properly because it's expensive to go to Aitutaki, and I thought I would leave it as an optional extra mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and just before we finish off, uh, I thought I'd just say thank you very much to Pacific Resort for giving us this little room uh, to so that we could do our little recording inside yeah. here. Well, the reason that we're staying here is because Greg Heffernan is a friend of mine who I've known for years, and he runs this chain. Um, and so that was why we came here. You know, it was a personal decision. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay, so basically, I would like to say, no kone ia mātou ki a koe e peta, aroa i atu ki a kotou inu tūrene, oki mai, oki mai, please come back. I will. Please come back. Uh, kia orana, and thank you very much, everybody. Ka kite. Bye. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Kiona podcast. If you love the podcast as much as Chantal and myself love making these podcasts, we would love your financial support. We sadly cannot run this podcast on coconuts alone, and we would love some financial support to help make this an even greater success. If you feel compelled, head on over to kiyonapodcast.com slash donate to donate. Have a fantastic day, and thank you so much for your continued support.